Hey, dear, are you the enemy of the world? I'm the enemy of m me. Oh, mood, because I'm the enemy of me. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm, cool. I'm also um, the enemy of everybody around me, so. Oh, cool. Same. Mm -hmm. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, we watched Doctor Who again. Did we? Didn't we? Did we? I think so. Um, mm. but what we did with that is we watched an episode called The Enemy of the World. Oh. Story number 40, technically, so. Six we've hit partner. number 40. Yeah, six partners. Um, what happens in it, dude? I cried. You did. You really you really got emotional with this mm -hmm. one. I, I, I bawled my eyes out. It was just so heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Everything at the end. And a little bit at the mm -hmm. beginning, but mostly at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think I, even, I surprised even it? you, honestly. But um, what happens in it? It, it's so hard to recount, though, but I mean, I can try my best if you'll bear with me. Okay. As you try to find your document containing your notes. No, I have it open. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we see the TARDIS swoop in and they're at the beach and it's not snow. And they're like, where are we? And he's like, fuck you, water. So he runs down there. <laughs> and he sees a boat thing on he the beach. He just fucking bolts for it. And he's like, ooh, that's interesting. And there's men in the the thing. And they're like, who is that? Huh, that's weird. And they call back to a woman and tell her something. And she's like, okay, well, don't do anything stupid. And then she calls another man who's like, stop them from doing anything stupid. So they're like, okay. The doctor falls into the ocean and then comes out and he's like, ooh, well, that was fun. Oh, look, that's a hovercraft. And Jamie's like, what? And he's like, yeah, a hovercraft. He's like, uh-huh. And then the doctor decides it is time to run. And then the people on the hovercraft are shooting at him. And then they hide and they're Oops. like, why do we want to be harmed? And they're like, I don't know. We can't get back to the TARDIS because they just fucking shoot us. And they stop the hovercraft and everybody spreads out to hunt them down. And the doctor's like, okay, now we can make for a break for it. And they uh, narrowly avoid sight, and Jamie wants to punch a dude, but then they hear a noise, and a helicopter comes in and grabs them, and it's the lady that was talking oh. earlier. Mm -hmm. Huzzah! And she tells them to get in the helicopter, and then Victoria screams, and... <laughs> <sighs> That's gonna be a note for a lot of stories. I still say... I'm surprised now is where you're starting with it. I still say I want to just, like, make something that just says, and the companion screams. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. They're then the Australian Zayan? Australasian. Australasian zone. Okay. It's... Australasian is an actual word, but, um... Well, I mean, I, I yes. figured it just... I wasn't 100% sure at the time. Can you can you guess what Australasian means? Uh, America. Yes. Keep going. Okay. Um, also, like, they're flying away, and they're like, are you okay? And they're like, well, there's a hole in the fuel tank, so shut the fuck up and let me fly. And also, I've been shot. So they land. <laughs> I, I do love that. She's like, "Well, we made it. We're safe. We're safe." That she goes, "Not for much longer, or not." Yeah. And they go into a building, and the doctor's like, "I'm going to treat your wounds." And they chat for a bit, and her name is Astrid. 
And she asks him to do her a favor that might cost him his life. And he's like, mm, maybe. And she's like, I'm going to bring you to the man I work for. The doctor's like, mm, I'm good. Um, the doctor looks like a man who wants to be a dictator of the world. And the guy's name is Salamander. Salamander. And then the boat guys show up, ready to kill everyone. And then everybody hides, even though her, like, fucking 70s hair sticks out from behind the couch. How can it be 70s hair? This was filmed in 1967. Her, like, 60s hair... Are you saying Doctor Who is very ahead of time? Her 60s hair is, like, sticking out from behind the fucking chair. Um, and the boat guys, like, split up, and one comes in the building, and he's like, I'm gonna find you, and accidentally stands in front of the window and gets shot by the other guys. So, everybody runs out the back door, and the two guys are like, let's take the helicopter! And it's like, okay, and then they watch it go and get blowed up. So Well, they, they watch it, and then we, they, we, we, we cut back to the, our, our group of characters, and Astrid goes, the helicopter! And then it cuts back to the helicopter flying off, and it cuts back to her saying, it's going to explode! And then it cuts <laughs> back to it, and it explodes. Mm-hmm. Um... So they they decide to go to her boss, right? And the, he's like, wow, you look just like him. That's weird. So the boss starts at the beginning where Salamander is talking, and he's like, I'm going to save the planet from all this stuff and reroute the sun. And they're like, uh-huh, so why is he bad? And, like, he mentions that the bunch of people were murdered, and it was probably him, but no one will listen to him. And he's like, if you impersonate him, they'll find out what, uh, what he's up to. And then the phone rings. <laughs> and he's like, it's yeah. going to take me three whole weeks to master this accent. So you have to get a, give me some time. And he's like, well, you got two minutes because the area has been quarantined and you need to now fake being Salamander. And he's tipped off the guy actually to come here in the fucking first place because of course he did. And they're like, someone was shot in your house, and there was a helicopter that exploded. What did you do? And they're like, don't worry about it. And he's like, I <laughs> saw you with another man. Where is he? Search the place. And they do. And then the doctor... I swear I'm faithful to you, security man. And then the doctor, who was shoved in a room, comes out in a costume and in an accent, asking why you... the policeman is here. Did you just say the doctor who? Shut the fuck up. That was the episode. <laughs> so fucking done with you. Uh, as am I. Um, so as as you noted from the helicopter, the helicopter is... Uh, the, the, the Doctor, while they're looking at it, um, while they're in it, the Doctor looks and sees that some part of the helicopter is due to expire in the far future... Of 2018. Oh! That's right. We're in the far future mm -hmm. of roughly 2018. Two years um, ago. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I, I just was wondering what you were talking about. 2018? That's, that's in the future, do you? Yeah. It, it, there's no way it's two, two years ago. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so... So this episode was um what year is it? Initially only uh, initially only episode 3 had mm -hmm. was um re uh, survived 
So the other five episodes were completely lost. But in um, 2013, they actually revealed that um, they had been able to discover the uh, the remaining episodes, thankfully, uh, and released it in 2013 in, in time for the 50th anniversary, which mm-hmm. was always good. Um, which the, 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 the thing for that is before, it's interesting to see a, a situation like this because before the episode was recovered, there's a lot of speculation about certain things. Like no one really knew what time it was set in because mm-hmm. like no, no definite time is set during the episode. It's all visual. Um, and all the telesnaps that they had were all such terrible quality that it was impossible to tell. Um, so a lot of material written before the DVD, the DVD came out is, is kind of interesting, uh, mm-hmm. to read about, like, uh, in- inferences towards everything. Uh, anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, so, he basically is like, that's Salamander, and he's like, why, why aren't you at that conference thing that I thought you were at? Why are you here? And he's like, uh, don't worry about it, but... I the policeman's like I think these guys are dangerous and doctor is like hey no one threatens me not even authorities so shut the fuck up he's not threatening me um and then they explain away the dead person <laughs> in Astrid's house <laughs> and the doctor yeah. goes I believe them so go away and it's it's fine and he threatens Jamie and then the policeman leaves and it worked woohoo so, that's good. There's really no reason why he threatens Jamie, though. <laughs> Honestly. Kind of, yeah. Like, I, I think Jamie even goes like, what did I do? Sort of expression, and it's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. McCrimmon, huh? Yeah. I'll fucking McCrimmon your asshole, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> um... And the doctor's like, I'm not sure which side is good and which is bad, so, like, I'm just trying to get some evidence, right? And Jamie just comes up with a plan off his cuff, like, hilariously, and they, like, work it out. And the main guy is basically going to be like, I'm going to give you passports so you can go by rocket. Giles. You'll go with, you'll get to Turkey in, like, two hours. <laughs> From Australia. <laughs> no, you mean the... the- the the Europe European zone is only two hours by rocket. Uh huh. Did you? It's a, it's a shame they they've shut all the airports so we can't go by rocket to travel anywhere anymore, dear. Honestly, mood. Um, I mean, could you actually imagine if we could just travel by rocket? It was just like a two-hour that would, flight. That would be terrifying. Damn, come see me in two for two in two hours. <laughs> That'd be sick. I could invite you over for dinner. I could! Oh, fuck you. Free food, of course you'd come. (laughs) Shit, you know me too well. (laughs) Um, So we see the policeman questioning a a a man named Binnick if he saw Salamander leave. And he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't watch him. I got shit to do. And... They're very confused as to what Salamander is up to, and they want to radio Salamander to talk to him. But the conference usually lasts like three hours. 
So after all that's done, they'll they'll figure it out. So Bennett calls anyway and asks to be called when he's available, and they're like, okay. And the real Salvener is seen talking to people about how shit's being very bad and stuff because of Volcano. And he keeps talking about how he doesn't want to be fucking called and asks for some refreshments. Mm-hmm. And the leader of the area wants to leave and asks science about the things that he just said. And Salamander's like, a bitch, you don't fucking trust me? And apparently they took a rocket already and Astrid is meeting Jamie and Victoria on a bench. And Astrid is trying to make a radio call. <sighs> Fuck. And the sunspots are interrupting. Well, what it really sounds like is someone's playing the, the a recorder over the phone. Are you sure the doctor didn't keep his recorder on him? No, because that's a joke in an in Haha, <laughs> don't upcoming. Yeah, it's fine. Um, no spoilers. Wow. I really um, like that joke. I know, I do too, but like, we'll get to that. Okay. okay. It's fine. It's a good joke, but we'll get to it. Um, so, they've arranged to meet everybody and figure out what they're doing by meeting someone under a, 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 a board, not even a boardwalk, it's like a, I don't know the word for it, a dock, like a tiny little fisherman's dock. A jetty? It's not even, it's smaller it's than that, it's smaller than like, that. It's called a jetty. Okay, well, it's smaller than a jetty. Um... And she's like, I'm sorry we had to meet here, but it's really, like, the only place I could think of. And Salamander's buddy is hanging out and drinking and, like, freaking out. And he just keeps, like, drinking. And the maid doesn't like him, but works for Salamander, apparently. And he keeps asking her what she does here, and she doesn't answer. But she's like, is that drink really good? Do you want to keep, like, drinking it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then he's... Apparently she tastes Salamander's food, and he's like, I drank this before you got to it. Oh no. And then the guard comes up and is held at gunpoint before Jamie jumps the fucking fence, and he now has a gun and throws away the uh, phone box. Basically, the thing that they were trying to contact Salamander on. I... It's a it's like a phone box thing. It's it's like a phone box, like a call box thing. Yeah. Um. And they're like, okay, well, now that you did that, and we saw the phone box explode, we trust you. He's like, can my girlfriend get a job? And they're like, yeah, sure. So he goes out to get Victoria, and they're like, who the fuck was sitting with you? He's like, I don't know. Hey. What are you good at? Victoria's like, I like eating. I'm hungry. He's like, okay, you're working in the kitchen. (laughs) And Astrid is hiding around the area. She has a gun. She has her meeting. And apparently Salamander is ready to kill the drinking dude uh, for swindling and stuff. But then he's like, now that I have all this blackmail on you, you are going to do everything I say and take over this area for me and do everything I tell you to do. And then suddenly... You'll never guess, Gam. What? A volcano erupts. <gasps> oh, okay, okay, okay. Stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the guard, the police guard man comes in. And he's like, oh no. All those poor people in Salamanders. Like, ha 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 ha. 
like <laughs> really happy about it. And then the guy that was originally wanting to go talk to the science men of his area came in and was like, you fucking did this. And Salamander's like, what? Like, you did this. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And then that was the episode. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. What a scary episode. So, okay. So something really adorable and kind of really puts in, kind of puts into perspective how really popular Doctor Who was. Uh, Mary Peach, the actress for Astrid, uh, has gone, has, has basically said that, um, the main reason why she appeared in the episode, Mm -hmm. uh, was because her kids wouldn't believe that she was a real actress until she had been on Doctor Who. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so it's like, she did it basically to like, to like, jokingly prove to her kids, no, no, look, really, I am a, I am, I am an actress, like. See, I've been on Doctor Who now. I can prove it mm-hmm. um, because that that kind of has kept going even to Doctor Who nowadays, where it's like it's kind of like an unwritten thing, where it's like you know you've you, you've made it as a British actor when you've been on Doctor Who because everyone's fucking been on Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, the thing is, a lot of a lot of these characters in the episodes we watch have been like kind of really popular actors in their day, but we have no idea who they fucking are because we didn't grow up in that time and we weren't British. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it gets a lot more there are some that you'll recognise mm-hmm. uh, when we hit the 70s there might be one or two that you recognise but um, yeah it, it's uh, basically the the idea of a, a guest star in Doctor Who has been around since the beginning so like all these uh, comedians and actors and even American actors now are now getting in Doctor Who Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I always thought that was a little bit adorable of like, she did it because her kids didn't think she was a real actress because she hadn't been in Doctor Who yet. <laughs> um, another thing also, uh, curiously enough, this episode also has a weird tie-in theme with the previous one, the Ice Warriors. They both have a premise of food shortages co- caused by overpopulation. Um, mm-hmm. in, in that, uh, it's kind of brushed aside a little bit, and is only really included to sort of prove how Salamander has come to power. But um, Salamander is exploiting the needs for farms, for food, uh, to basically produce multiple crops in a season to amass power. He's basically seized the means of production. Yeah, um, he controls all the food. He's the big rat that makes all the rules. Yes. <laughs> uh, does yeah, that, that mean, what is his name, Binnick? Is the whittle whack that makes none of the wolves? Yes. Cool. Yes. I'm actually legitimately surprised you remembered his name. I literally wrote it down like once or twice. And the only times that I wrote it down was like in the last chapter and in the previous chapter that we just said. <laughs> so. I mean, still, I am li- I am a little bit surprised that you remembered. Um, yeah. That, I that pay actor, attention by the way, sometimes. That actor comes back in a few episodes, uh, one in the 70s, and if I remember right, one in the one in the 80s as well. I could be wrong. Give me one little second. Uh, he's also, uh, fun fact, he's in Star Wars. He's, um, if I remember correctly, he's the Imperial officer that uh, hands Han Solo over to Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't recognize him. Uh, yeah, so he 
he comes back in two more episodes in the seventies. One in the early seventy, one in the mid seventies, and one in the kind of later seventies. Um, I like him. He's, he's neat. He's also in Basil Brush. If you ever watched that, but you probably no. didn't. Um, anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? Uh, I forgot to take notes. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just skip that one, shall we? All right, cool. So the doctor is still waiting around for Jamie to radio back. <laughs> no. Um, so Jamie is now giving orders and getting orders. T- and this one guy that came in who they blamed the volcano on him instead of Salamander got arrested. And so he's oh. going to be taken away. And then he's like, hey, blackmail dude, uh, go poison that guy. And cop sees Jamie and asks him what the fuck he's doing. He's like, I work for Salamander. He's like, all right, cool. And Arrested Man is like, I want to leave because the volcano is fucking up shit. But can I have food and can I have a book? And Victoria's asked about getting a menu and a recipe so they can know if she's really like a cook. And she's like, oh, yeah, I really love Kaiser pudding. It was so good. You just put it all in a bowl and mix it. It's great. And zhuzh it up. Yeah, and and she's yes. like, okay, well, if you're that good of a cook, go peel some fucking potatoes. <laughs> I feel like you need to kind of talk about the chef a little bit. because You is can, because he's literally of. just you. He's he's a complete sarcastic asshole. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, when there's like four people in the kitchen at once, uh, he goes, there's too many people in here. Someone needs to leave. And and, and what Jamie's like, oh, I'll leave. And he's like, no, 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 I'll leave. It's not like I'm anyone important or anything. I'm just the cook. Yeah. And he just walks out. <laughs> or like yeah. in this one, he's he's, he's just like, well, uh, you can write the menu. Uh, explosions. Uh, followed volcanoes. By volcanoes. Poisoning, uh, followed I think. By, followed by poisoning. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. And he just walks out. He's great. Uh, he's he's a great little comedic character. Uh, anyway, keep going. Um, she's told to start a menu, blah, blah, blah. And the maid's like, you should really leave. She's like, wait, don't you like working for Salamander? She's like, no, why would I? And then Jamie walks in and the maid leaves. Um, and apparently Astrid learned about everything and went and sent the information back. And Victoria can smell that people are evil here, but... Yeah, she's like Riku. Yeah, they're like, let's let's leave, but also we can't because they're like earthquakes, and mm-hmm. the doctor is isn't fully on board though. He's like curious about everything, but he's like, I need evidence, bitch. Like, come on. And then the police show up uh, at the at the door, and the doctor is forced to hide in like under a couch. So they come inside, and they're like, hey. You should go. And he's like, no. So they throw all of his... Cut, not not cutlerly. Like, china on the floor. And bre- break it. So now they're like, okay, well, it looks like you have nothing here to keep you here. So maybe you should leave. Um, yeah. And then Astrid is running around the area looking for something. Runs into one of the guards. Who then proceeds to hit on her. And she's like, I have a message for Salamander. And she takes it out of her boobs, and she's like, I'm gonna go do this. And The message is tense. <laughs> yeah. And we cut back to the kitchen, and Jamie's eating, and Victoria's doing something, and they're gonna stage a diversion to steal the guy who was arrested, because he's the one that was under the bridge with Astrid 
wanting to help them. Food taster comes in and she tries all the food and she's like, oh, this is delicious. Uh, before Jamie asks about her and she's like, I am so upset that you think I would like working for Salamander. And then she just kind of leaves. Um, and Victoria sends off to go give the guy his food. And then the fucking blackmail guy stops her, steals her salt and goes, hey, uh, you forgot the salt. So she runs off and goes and gets that. And he opens up the little casing for his poison. Oh. And <gasps> one of the guards, Astrid, and Salamander is... One of the guards remembers Astrid, and Salamander is like, No no one came to talk to me. We should go find her. And I know now that the two people that, like, Jamie or whatever that I just hired are probably not great either. So we should probably <laughs> yeah. deal with that. <laughs> We should probably deal with that. Yeah, maybe. Um, and so then, like, Vicky brings over the food, and there's something going on, and Jamie runs outside the kitchen, and there's some gunshots, and Astrid comes in and beats a guard over the head, and there's a weird cut that you said you would explain, and then Jamie and Victoria are captured, <laughs> and Salamander is like, bitch, please, I knew exactly what the fuck you were doing. And then the police officer asks why he was in Kent's office in the first place. And Salamander's like, what? I wasn't. He's like, this is weird. And then that was the episode. So, I thought I could explain the weird cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized, wait, no, I can't explain it because I, I, I initially thought that it was because this was one of the recovered episodes and uh, uh, mm-hmm. it was possibly just maybe damaged somehow or maybe there was it was because something was cut um no this was this is the one episode that actually survived before 2013 um so i i can't find anything about it nothing none of the supplementary material i have mentions that cut at all so i have i all i can guess is like it's just a a a a bad cut made by the editor Mm -hmm. um I don't know, but it's it is really weird. Um, also, I remembered uh, this the the episodes that were found in this one were actually the ones that were found in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all around the world, these fucking episodes uh, have been found. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's insane the lengths that people have been trying to go to to track down these episodes <clears throat> thanks bbc yeah <laughs> listen maybe the fire just brought people to get no stop stop i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna stop listen Jesus. people come together to recover episodes that's all i'm saying well if you if you go into like the the quote unquote fandom about uh, the groups of people trying to find the episodes, there's one name I forget his name where he, he's one of those people that's like, oh I I, I found this and I, it's in my my exclusive collection and I'm not giving it up and like yeah. or or he's the kind of person to be like oh I'm, I I've definitely found something and it's like uh, uh, he's found fucking nothing but he keeps trying to say that he's found shit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have tried to sell you'd be surprised how many people have like had a reel of some sort of doctor who 
episode and they like they've tried to sell it on eBay and no one's fooled anymore because they all know like we can people can identify immediately if it's like a uh, uh, an actual episode or if it's just a shitty trailer or something yeah. that was in between. Um, anyway, uh, so we actually commented on it and as I was reading up I realized we actually kind of hit the right nail on the head. Uh, Mary Peach, the actress for Astrid, uh, kind of claimed that she more or less designed her costume herself. I'd mm-hmm. take that with a grain of salt, and she probably just had some sort of input on it. Um, I think her uh, costume is amazing. I do too, and it made me start to think about like Napoleonic uh, futurism, which well, you should probably explain what her outfit is. So her outfit, as she describes herself. Uh, she took bits from Highwaymen and Napoleonic France. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a... The way Deer put it was like a horse rider with a kind of latex jacket, I guess. Yeah. Um, with a high collar. It's a really cool outfit. Like um, like an 1800s, like, oh, we just went hunting and I'm yeah. riding a horse. And it has it, like it, the cravat and everything. But then also like... It, it, it literally looks like it's made of PVC and stuff, so it's like, oh, okay, cool. It, it really looks like if, if um, in the future, uh, they they take a retro design approach and be like, we want everything to be designed like where, it, where, where during uh, uh, the peak of, of, of revolutionary France, mm-hmm. uh, but also futuristic, because we're in the future. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like, it got me thinking about what they would look like. Like a Napoleonic, revolutionary France aesthetic, but m- like the futuristic version of that. Kind of like, like you know, how steampunk is or yeah. Afrofuturism. Uh, mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Like that perspective. Like that would be so cool to imagine. Um, yeah. Anyway, what happens in the next episode, dear? So the doctor is still waiting around for Jamie to radio back so they have evidence. And Astrid... Runs back to the phone and messages again. Like, okay, let's scramble it. And we realize that Ratman is watching them. And he's like, hmm, we should send Prince some, Charles. We should send some guards after them. And there's a knock outside Astrid's door, and it's the food taster. She also hates Salamander, apparently. And they know, though, that she betrayed Salamander, and they're going to surround everyone and kill them. So that's fun. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. So oh. she's apparently been blackmailed to be his food taster. I keep writing maid in my fucking notes, and I don't mean to. Um, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no one has enough proof for the doctor to do something. But she's like, I can prove that he faked a bunch of things and and is trying to blackmail this one dude. And he's like, mm, this might be enough for me to do something. Even though the entire building is surrounded, uh, they need to figure out how to get the roof and the doctor says the evidence isn't enough but he'll pretend to be salamander anyway to get more and Hell yeah and he and what the what's, what's his face the, you the, okay the what's his face i didn't have a name for him for half of my notes because i didn't care Who? The, Who? the the gorbachev oh oh um uh <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm, I'm trying to say his name. I'm trying to say his name, but all, all in my head is Gorbachev now. Giles. <laughs> I was like, G- G- no, no, J, J. And I was like, Gorbachev? No, Gorbachev? No, Giles. Oh, well, he's full, he has a first name, but I don't care about that. Okay, well, um, he pretty much Giles is like... Giles Kent, I think. Kent, I think that's it's Giles what it is. Kent. It's Kent, yeah. 
And Kent's basically like, hey, you should kill Kent's him. Kent's his last name, dude. And, Kent. yeah, I know, but they call him Kent through most of the fucking show. No, they call him a cunt, do you? Okay, well, listen. <laughs> You're right, this is Australia, so... <laughs> well, technically they are in Australia, yeah. Yes. And those were definitely Australians in the beginning. Definitely. 100%. The accents de- definitely didn't, like, slip into English. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I don't want to kill him. And then the guards are at the door. Oh, no. And everybody goes out the ventilator shaft, except for Astrid, who is ready to fucking shoot everybody. And then someone comes through the window and they have a fight. And then the other guards bust through the door after the fight's done. And they're like, I can't find her. She must have gone down the ventilator shaft. And she was just hiding behind the desk. Yep. So the, uh, the food taster is killed. She's shot in the back. And the police captain is very upset. Guard, Captain Guard is very upset about it. And she's threatened with death by Ratman if she doesn't answer about the doctor. And she's like, what are you going to do? Kill me? And they're <laughs> upset at Binnick for killing someone. And then the salamander and the cop are, okay, dear. Salamander and cop are figure out what they can. <laughs> Dear good think word, yes. <laughs> Brain empty, mashed potato. Uh, so they know that there's an impersonator of Salamander, so they're like figuring things out. And there's some beeping going on, and there's some security stuff being engaged, and ever- things are moving around Salamander's. He locks himself in this room. And then a large machine comes out of the fucking wall and he climbs into it, which is something. I don't really understand why it had to rotate, but whatever. And then it well, shoots. Because, okay. Nope. Okay, and no, then we, it we shoots. We need to talk about this Fine. because you were like, why doesn't he just get in it while it's vertical? And it's like, because it goes up to like his chest. Like he, the only way he would be able to do that is if like he uh, got a ladder and then like kind of I, crawled in or dropped in, but you, you I could hurt guess yourself very easily. Doing my that. argument, oh my god, I guess my argument is more that like I would rather if it have been designed kind of like a mail chute, like if you know what I'm talking about, like the ba- what banks have basically, where it's <sighs> a canister that's put in vertical and the door just opens and latches like closed. I guess. Um... I I guess I, I, I kind of just, like, I'm okay with this, and I kind of like it this way, because mm. it... I, I guess my thing is, like, if you wanted it... I, I think your problem with it would be resolved if they were able to film it a lot better. Like, if he didn't climb a ladder for it, it would yeah. be a lot easier. Like, if it was on the ground and it just tilted from the ground, it would be yeah. a lot better. Um, Th- there's a bunch of pretty good choices that they could have made. Um, there's a lot of things they could have done to have changed these episodes to make them better. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could have just not filmed them. Ow. <laughs> um, listen, you shat on one of my favorite animes today, so fuck you. I didn't say it was bad. Ah, anyway. I just said um, I personally didn't like it. It's Keep fine. going. Um, so no one can talk to him while he's in th- this room, apparently. And he gets inside the tube and he shoots down... This fucking mineshaft thingy and down into the earth, and that's weird. 
Um, and Salamander is doing some stuff down here, watching TV while some hippies are taking notes and doing stuff. And then Salamander comes over the announcement PA and uh, makes a note about radiation. And it's, I thought it was an entire city under the earth. It seems more like it was a couple rooms. Um, How would you build a city underground like that, dear? Come on. Okay, I guess the year of 2018 is just not <laughs> fucking scientific enough for you. No, it is kind of like a mini city with like rooms and stuff, but it is like more like a shelter. Yeah, they call it a shelter later. Everyone it's- is worried about Salamander, but everyone's also very excited. And there's a teenager named Colin who wants to go up to the surface. And everyone is celebrating because Salamander returned with food. And they've been, they've been here for five years. Oh, why have they been there for five years, dude? Um, don't worry about it yet. Um, he tells okay. them it's oh, not I... safe to return to the surface just yet. And he asks everyone to check the power levels of things. And he's like sitting at his desk while everyone's like, do the, do the levels look correct to you? Does this look okay? And he's just like smoking a cigar, reading like a paper, like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Meanwhile, the doctor is getting into makeup to make him look even more like Salamander. And they pull up (laughs) what basically looks like his whole headshots. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, hey, look, they look exactly the same, don't you think? Wow. But then we see a pair of black boots walk into the room, and then that's the episode. That's uh, that's the episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Very scary. It's very, very scary. The scariest. Um, so this is the second time that a doppelganger of the Doctor has been featured uh, in an episode, uh, giving the lead actor essentially two roles. Uh, the first one we unfortunately weren't able to see because um, the episode is lost. Uh, in the Massacre of St. Bartholomew's Eve, um, where the first Doctor plays the Abbot of Amboise, or Mm -hmm. or M... I don't know, it's French. I don't care about the French. Um, (laughs) Fuck the French. So, so, neither Deborah Walting, who plays Victoria, or Fraser Hines, who plays Jamie, uh, appeared in episode four, because they were on holiday. So, bet you didn't notice that. Oh, couldn't have told me... Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, uh, the stock footage of the volcano exploding is actually reused in a future episode uh, for the title cards of an episode, uh, and then it's reused in another episode it, during, just in regular, but you're probably not going to recognize it because those are in color, and this was not. Oh. Um, also, fun fact, uh, this is about a completely different episode, but while we're talking about footage being reused. Uh, the footage of an exploding helicopter was sourced uh, sourced from an exploding helicopter from uh, from Russia with Love, the Bond movie, is actually be used again in The Daemons, a future 70s episode that we'll get to. Um, they like reusing stuff where they can, but in a mm-hmm. in a way where they're like they're not lazy about it. They're like, okay, we're reusing this. How can we try and has it been long enough that people will not notice or if it hasn't how do we reuse it in a way that gives it new life Mm -hmm. um 
But yeah, um... <laughs> so, sorry. Um, like, like I was saying, uh, about the whole, uh, before this episode had, was, uh, refound, it was kind of funny to look at how people perceived this episode. Um, because the, with the visual medium, episode four was the only episode that didn't actually have a telesnap of it. And because it didn't have a telesnap, no one knew, like, because there's a, a newspaper that, that would tell, um, Actually, I can't remember if it's episode four or five. Uh, one of the episodes has a newspaper in it that actually kind of says around about what the date is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the the quality was so terrible you wouldn't actually be able to tell. But episode four doesn't have a telesnap, and no one knows why. <laughs> um, it's like whoever just was recording them and doing the telesnaps just, I guess, didn't do one that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did one for every other one, but just not that one. I guess no one did it in the world. Um, an- another problem is that they, so with Doctor Who books and audio dramas, etc., they reuse a lot of promotional images and, uh, shots taken straight from the show, mm-hmm. uh, to reuse in different contexts. They, uh, quite a number of times, use images of Salamander to illustrate the second Doctor in, like, books and magazines, but it's it, it complicates things because that's not actually the second doctor it's salamander so mm-hmm. it's like but it's also hard because then sometimes it's like actually the doctor pretending to be salamander so it's like this is hard to really figure out what's going on mm-hmm. anyway what's in the next episode dear um oh, i thought it was the last episode i was excited um it's <laughs> It's policeman, and he knows what's up now, and there's a radio tracking device on the trailer they're in, and that's how he found them. And he just basically gets told the entire fucking plan, and yep. they're like, hey, like, the food taster will mention it. They're like, actually, she's dead, and there's a whole bunch of arguing and blah, blah, blah. But then he decides, I'll look into this, and Astrid just fucking steals the guard's gun, and then we see Ratman bringing in Jamie and Victoria's bodies, but you can't really tell that it's Jamie and Victoria, honestly. <laughs> um, and the Doctor's trailer is, of course, surrounded, and he's like, okay, but because the Doctor doesn't want to kill, he won't kill. So the Doctor takes Astrid's gun, gives it back to the guy, and he's like, I gave you this choice. Because you're honest and reasonable, so don't hurt us. And he's like, okay. So they strike a deal to find evidence, but only policeman and doctor are going to go. So they go, and Salamander is sending down food for the underground people to collect. And one of the teenagers asks what happens if he doesn't come back to them with food. Like, what will we do? And the teens are thinking about how things are weird, and they think that they're worms. And then the main hippie named Swan is about to make a report, but then he finds a piece of paper or something on the boxes, which is weird. So he goes to talk to Salamander about it, and it's a piece of paper, nothing about war, but also that there's cruises. So that's fun. Um... (laughs) So he lies and basically goes, everybody up there is mutated, and they have their own society. 
And everyone down here is making the earthquakes and stuff, apparently. So there's that. So well, now we know how Salamander's controlling the world. <sighs> yeah. The underground leader wants to go to the surface, and he tells everybody that he's going with um, Salamander. Salamander. <laughs> and the teen named Colin is very upset by this. And Poor Colin. Yes. And then uh, Victoria and Jamie are now awake, and they are to be totally interrogated. And he shouts at Jamie a bunch, and she's like, don't yell at me! And Victoria cries, and he takes her hostage, and he's like, well, just tell me stuff. Like, come on, don't, it's fine. Um, and it doesn't take a whole lot for Jamie to say everything. <laughs> And then Salamander walks in, but he's with the policeman, so it's the doctor. And he keeps up the charade, of course. And they're having this whole thing where it's like, you're just a bad, bad man. And he's like, uh-huh. And then Vicky goes... And then Vicky goes to fucking hit him, and he's like, no, please! And then he's like, how do we know that you're the real doctor? And it's not just a charade this way. And he's like, okay, well... And like fucking pretends to play a recording. He's like, but you made me leave it on the TARDIS. And they're like, oh shit, it is you. So. <laughs> well, he does like a call and response thing. He's like, duh, 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 duh. and Jamie's like, duh, duh. and he's like, he's like, exactly, but you made me leave it on the TARDIS, so I had to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> that I was playing it. Um, Ratface gets very upset he wasn't told that Salamander left, but then the guard's like, uh, he didn't. And he's like, oh. So Salamander mm. and Swan are heading up to the surface, and Astrid and What's-His-Face are talking to each other, and they are happy police is on their side, but they're going to make a distraction so What's-His-Face can get to the lab, and it's going to be a fatal accident. Oh. <gasps> and then Salamander is going to just like beat the shit out of Swan with a lead pipe, so that's fun. And Astrid breaks a window Thanks. and then pretends that someone shot... What's his face? Gorbachev in the head, turning him into to Gorbachev, and Astrid. Oh, like... Okay, okay. We need to explain the whole Gorbachev thing because the way that the, the way they do it is like he's laying down and he's put like ketchup or something on his head to make it yeah. look like he's been shot, and then he stands up and I make the joke. Oh shit, he's not dead. He's just turned into Nik- Mikhail Gorbachev because <laughs> yeah. he's got like ketchup exactly where Gorbachev's. Uh, Birthmark is, I think. It might be yes, on the other end. No, it, I'm pretty um, sure it's on the right side. Uh, and so now Deer just keeps calling him Gorbachev. Because mm-hmm. he is. So, Don't worry about it. I mean, sure. I mean, yeah, it's, huh. it's on the right side. It's on the the right side, yeah. Um, So, <laughs> yeah. So she makes a yeah, run yeah. for it. And then the guard's like, wait! And then he stands up and, like, leaves. Because no one thinks he's alive. And then Astrid goes through the same Christmas tree lot, like, four times. And it's very weird. And, sorry, a Christmas tree farm, specifically, I guess. And Yeah, not a single Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. And she hears some screaming, and she's like, oh, that's weird. And then she finds Swan, and he's in a lot of pain, and then that was the episode. Don't you just hate being in a lot of pain, dear? All the time. I literally have chronic pain. So yes, all the time. Well, I just thought I'd check. You never know. <laughs> I swear to God. Sometimes people who are in pain aren't actually in pain. 
They Sometimes just, people just, who are in so pain, pain just really get off to it. What's your fucking point? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this... Fucking hell, dear. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Did I hit too close to home or something? No. Just hmm? fucking... Initially, Listen, uh, it's it okay was, to get off was... to emotional pain. I'm not... No, mm-hmm. I don't, dear. Mm-hmm. Initially, it was planned that the Doctor and Salamander were actually meet in person more than mm-hmm. uh, once. They do in the final episode, which we'll get to. Uh, but due to the technical complexities of it, because it was the 60s, so doing like something like a, a split screen or something is really expensive and hard for a, t- uh, a, sh- a small TV production. Uh, they only really had one confrontation scene. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't verify this, uh, but I would love for it to be true. Um, they initially planned... They, they initially wanted Salamander to actually come back um, in the future. But again, mm-hmm. they didn't because it was just so... It, the, comple- the technical complexities of it were too hard. But mm-hmm. like, I just love the idea of... Um, uh, him not just coming back during like uh, Patrick Tratton's run as the Doctor, but like say they're on like the fourth Doctor and like they bring Salamander back, like and they bring Patrick Tratton back to do it, like that would have been great. Yeah. Um, but no, they no, unfortunately they don't. I'll talk a little bit more about what they do do, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. What happens <laughs> <in> the <final laughs> episode, <dear? laughs> do do. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the final episode? Uh, so Swan points down the tunnel and says that there's some people down there. You should go help them. And she's like, "Okay." And while police is figuring out what the fuck is happening, they're instantly pretty much fucking caught by Ratman. And Swan is in the tunnel like, "I need water." And Asa's like, "Sure, y'all yeah, go." So she goes to find some water, and he, I think, just dies? And... (sighs) God damn it, what the fuck? Okay, Ratman... I feel when you die. Yeah, so Ratman comes and he's like, hey, would you sign these papers for me? And he's like, yeah, sure. Um, Also, I need your key to the record room. And he's like, um, well, I lost it. And he's like, okay, it's fine. I'll use the the backup. Salamander. Like, yeah, huh? And... Swan explains that there's more people trapped down here and tells Astrid to get them out and that's when he dies. And the doctor releases Jamie and Victoria and they're informed that they need to go outside and make a call to a police station and give some code words. But instead, there's a visitor coming to see them and he wants them to go to the TARDIS instead because that's more important. Meanwhile, the teens TM are upset and eating and thinking about the surface and they think... Salamander is coming back to talk to them, but actually Astrid steps out of the the pod thing. And then oh. Astrid fucks around the room and they she opens the door and everyone's like, "Holy shit!" So they attack her and they're like, "Wait, no, she's covered in radiation." So they quote unquote decontaminate her and then oh, she's God. allowed to talk to them. But then she basically like puts a ruler in the thing and she's like, "Look, it it literally just reads whatever." And then the teens are very pissed off. Um, so there's the. I mean, I'd be. There's there's nothing worse than like pissed off teenagers, though. Honestly. True. Teenagers are sociopaths. They really yep. are. Yep. Uh, the policeman stops a guard asking where Jamie and Victoria are going, 
but they go, uh, we're going to go do what we were told. And the guard is like, someone go find Binnick. And we see a man running around and unlocking slash locking. I wasn't really sure. Unlocking, actually. The records room. It's Gorbachev. And Binnick is going to go fuck with them in the interrogation room. And at... <sighs> God damn it, Pastor. You okay? And what's-his-face goes right into now. the record room to find Salamander. And Kent is here to fuck up some shit and take names with the gun. And everyone outside sees this happening on the TV. And the policeman says, go get me a fucking laser cutter to open this door and get in there. And everyone's watching the tube go up to the surface downstairs. And then... We also find out that the tunnel is full of explosives. Oh, oh, fuck. Um, so Ken basically says a whole bunch of shit, and he's like, "Oh wow, I didn't think you were such a piece of shit." Because actually, it was the doctor. Oh, and Astrid, who just came up in the tube, is also behind them, and she's like, "I just heard everything, Kent. What the fuck?" Um, yeah. <laughs> and what a. Yeah. And then the doctor is taken hostage by Kent, and Kent just goes, bye, and goes down the tube, and he's like, I'm going to blow this place up. But Salamander, who is downstairs, doesn't know he's going to, and or he's going to run into Kent, and he's sneaking around downstairs. And Benedict asks for a trial because he regrets all the things that he did, and down in the tunnel, Salamander just straight up shoots Kent, and then shoots him again, but as he fucking shoots him the second time, he pulls a lever, and explosions happen, and I'm gonna be real, I kind of expected everybody downstairs to be dead. <laughs> I think you underestimate just how far down it is. I I guess, but it seems like they treated it like it was just outside the, the where they were. Well, the, the, the thing is that that sort of cave system, like, they do kind of try to convey that, like, time passes as, like, Salamander and Leader Man are walking through it, but, yeah. like, it's it's meant to go down for, like, a long while. Like, it's... It, uh, an explosion at the top isn't going to... It's gonna eventually fuck them over, because, like, it'll... The explosion the, I thought the, the wasn't at the top is it. basically what I'm getting at. I thought it was downstairs. Well, okay, the the explosion with, with Salamander and that, I thought was, like, basically just below where the where they were with the tube. Like, I thought it was just below there at the, at the surface, which is why the surface basically exploded, but the bottom didn't. And which is why, like, when I thought they were saying, oh, man, um, oh, thank God the, the people down there have actually survived, I thought they more meant, like, not the explosion, but, like, any sort of, like, cave-ins that would have absolutely mm -hmm. trapped them there or, like, any sort of thing like that. But again, I don't know. It could be either of them. It doesn't matter. But yeah, everybody down there is okay. Everyone down there is okay. Yeah. Um, we, and... Do we do we get to see what, what happens to them, do you? No. Oh, okay. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, so then the doctor is wandering towards the TARDIS and in pain because of his explosions. And Jamie goes outside and, like, helps him and he's like, okay, let's, let's get going. And then... Jamie's like, you told us to never touch the TARDIS, so why are you asking us to run it now? And he's like, you're not the doctor! And then the doctor walks in and goes, hey, fuck you. 
and Salamander hits a button, and the entire TARDIS, like, flips to one side, and everyone's being sucked out the door, and Salamander spins out into time and space, and then that was the episode. Yeah, so, um, I- I'm gonna send you, show you an image real quick. It's the, so, they, they, they made two covers for this when they released the DVD, uh, because they kind of did a re-release with some extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the the re the re-release, which is the special edition, has this on the cover, and it basically <laughs> I love it purely because like if you look just slightly to the left of the Doctor, How? you just see Salamander falling out of the TARDIS. Um, oh so yeah, Salamander. I, I was kind of joking. Oh, he's we didn't see him die, so he can come back. But mm-hmm. as kind of a joke as that is, uh, a book try not tried to a book technically brought him back in that um they 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 didn't really do a story with him they just said uh uh that he was still alive in the in in the vortex he was just living a a horrible eternal existence not able to do anything uh another book kind of implied that he became like a a a sort of intelligence uh a, a hive mind type intelligence that uh, influenced people. Um, and then there was a comic book that came out that went, no, 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 no. What really happened was uh, he actually didn't go outside the vortex at, that far off from like the Doctor and everyone. What he, happened was he actually landed in uh, London just minutes after the Doctor and, and everyone else in the TARDIS landed uh, in London, mm-hmm. uh, which is what the next episode is based in. And so what happened was he knew he was he realized he was in the sixties, and so he patented his his weather controlling technology, make, grew rich from it. Um, he and then he used his money to try and track down the doctor and figure out who he was. Uh, mm-hmm. Found out that the doctor had had a, had a new face and basically infiltrated uh, where the doctor was based and tried to mess around with him. And he, you kind of have a switcheroo here where now he's pretending to be the doctor in order to to, like, sabotage the Doctor's life and, like, try and kill the Doctor. Mm. Um, it's actually a really cool little comic. Um, but yeah, the, this is all extended universe stuff that's, like, kind of... It's not like he has this story and then he goes off on many, many adventures. Uh, yeah. No, it's just, like, this sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that's uh, a- Enemy of the World. A, a, a story that kind of has elements of... Um, fear of radiation uh, mm-hmm. with the atomic shelter and everything and uh, a, a um, James Bond style plot and setting with mm-hmm. a Roman emperor type leader yeah. what do you think of it dear? what do you think I thought of it? I honestly think I you I'm going to say you, you're going to give it like a 6 or a 7 I thought you didn't actually think it was that bad and you, you thought it was decent the first half of this episode fucking bored me to death. Um, That's fair. But basically, the about they, you, there you, was the, the underground people. The underground, yeah, yeah. It was just like, okay, we're at like an eight now. Yeah, it, it really is kind of like that. Where it's like the the episode where it's going in the first three episodes, you're like, okay, 
It's going to be a boring, like, there's this dictator, they're going to take him, like, try to throw him over. Mm-hmm. Shit's going to happen, someone's going to get thrown in jail, they'll go rescue them, shit will happen, and then someone will jump in at the last minute and save the day. And then they threw this extra plot element at you of, oh, the whole time, for like five years, the villain has been keeping these people prisoner and making them think that they are the sole survivors of a nuclear winter. Yep. It's like, what? You yep. didn't need to do this, but I'm really glad you did, because it's yep. just made this episode, like, ten times more interesting. Oh, yeah, no, like, I was basically bored as shit, but then as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, I'm invested. Like, here we go. <laughs> you get an eight Which, across the fucking board for the second half, let's go. I guess that makes sense, because you did say you, you, you didn't know Benick's name until the last two episodes. So, I mentioned it yeah. the first, like, first episode that his name is mentioned, and then, like, I never brought it back up until the last two episodes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what what number, then, would you give it? Would you give it an eight across the board, or would you mark it down because of that beginning? I've marked it down already. I I would have given it probably, like, a nine for, like, the second oh, half. Oh, okay. Yeah. But wow. I just... You... Yeah, no, that second half fucking i was there i'm good but like god the first half just fucking sucked it, it, was just it bored. does feel like it could be better the 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 problem is i i believe the director feels like he tried to focus too much on the on the gimmick and to like he got lost in the gimmick of everything and like he kind of forgot to focus on the drama and mm-hmm. the, the story in the beginning um but uh yeah so the next episode uh, the Web of Fear, we initially would have been watching normally, and it would have had one episode that's a telesnap, but, um, quite coincidentally, uh, because we recorded this just, uh, basically, uh, on, uh, November 23rd, 2020, which is the, which is Doctor Who Day, because November 23rd is the first, day to the first episode of Doctor Who releasing, uh, they announced that the Web of Fear is getting an animated remake of the third episode with a new animation style by the looks of it. Um, probably more economical. Uh, mm-hmm. So instead, we're going to skip it and watch it next year when the DVD comes out. So Deer is spared the final telesnap mm-hmm. uh, for now until they probably release another one. Um, so instead, we're going to skip right on ahead to The Fury of the Deep, which is... Uh, the most recently released episode because all six episodes were lost and all six episodes got reanimated and I have never seen this one. I only know what happens at the end of it because mm-hmm. it leads into the next episode, which I've watched a telesnap of all six mm. episodes. Jesus Christ. Oh boy. So yeah, we're going to watch to the next week, Fury of the Deep. Unless you're yeah. watching this in episode order, in which case, and it's 2021 or, or in the future, in which case, go what's straight ahead to that what's one. What's it like in 2021? Please tell what? us it's it's okay. Please tell me it's get, it gets better. <laughs> Do we need to go down to the shelter that Salamander built? Oh. Oh. Oh no. No, please. Oh. <laughs> I, I just want to add real quick. What? 
I, I just want to add real quick. I think I'm so astounded by the fact you wanted to rate this an 8. Because I, I kind of had been resigned to the fact that, like, if an episode is longer than four episodes long, you're not going to rate it any higher than a 6. So it's like, it, because longer, of this, I have hope. Longer episodes are frustrating for me just because it takes longer to record, and so I get cranky, I will admit. Um, especially on nights that we're recording multiple things, like, one after another. Um, but, like, I don't, I think that was mostly the first half, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm good now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that gives me a lot of hope for some future episodes. Probably not one of my favorite episodes, because it's eight episodes long, and I feel like, no matter how you feel, you're, you're probably not gonna like it. Um... Even though it has some really, like, absolutely iconic moments in the entire series, um, you're probably not going to like it, which, it's okay. I've internalized it already, it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's a lot of episodes that I feel you'll be able to enjoy then. Um, so anyway, yeah. goodbye. See you next episode. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? No. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>